This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 30th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The president's national export initiative aims to double exports in the coming years, and there's plenty of low-hanging fruit that would boost exports. So why hasn't the administration moved forward to free up trade? Dan Griswold, director of the Cato Institute Center for Trade Policy Studies, offers the president a free market five-year plan for boosting exports. We're in a moment right now when the economy is not doing particularly well. The U.S. dollar is rising uh, against the euro and uh, other currencies, which doesn't speak well for exports. Yes. Yeah. The the Obama administration, uh, one, they're dealing with uh, high unemployment and we're coming out of a recession, but, but also they've been accused of not having a trade policy, which there's a lot of truth to that. The president's, it's a politically difficult issue for him. So in his State of the Union address, he unveiled the National Export Initiative, where the president uh, committed his administration to uh, promote a doubling of U.S. exports over the next five years. Uh, and he claims it'll create two million jobs, and I can't, I can't question that 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 figure. Uh, but it was a it was a bold uh, promise, and it's going to be difficult to deliver. And some of the reasons it's going to be difficult are of the administration's own making. Um, ex- exports are good. I'm all for exports, and they do help uh, create good good paying jobs. Uh, but uh, over the last 30 years, uh, we have, uh, in order to double exports over five years, they have to grow at about 15% per year. We've achieved that growth rate in exactly one year in the last 30 years, 1988, never mind five years in a row. Uh, we came kind of close in the late 80s, uh, and again, kind of close uh, in the last five years of the George W. Bush administration. But it's going to be difficult to deliver on. And again, there's some things the administration really needs to do to promote exports that's going to be politically difficult for them. Obviously, the flip side of exports are imports. Yes. The president has placed tariffs on on some imported goods. Yes. And there is, I think, a greater suspicion among uh, many union-led Democrats that imports are a, are a troubling thing. Yes. Where do imports play a role in increasing exports? Yes. Yeah. You notice the president didn't launch his national import initiative. Uh, it's easy to talk about exports in Washington. Everybody loves exports, and I, I, I love exports. But you're right. Imports are politically controversial because they, they put competitive heat on certain U.S. producers. Of course, uh, I think this is good. Uh, you know, you read Adam Smith and other free market economists, and they point out that uh, Im- imports are really the payoff from uh, trade. Uh, that's where we get the good things that makes our, make our lives better every day. And uh, yes, certain uh, domestic industries will uh, uh, contract in the face of international competition, but that frees up resources for industries where we're more competitive, where we export uh, as, as well. And, and he, uh, something I've pointed out is that, all right, let's grant if you're a Washington politician and you want uh, U.S. companies to be able to export more, well, imports are part of that story. You know, how do foreign uh, customers pay for U.S. exports? They give us dollars. We don't, we don't export to earn pesos or yen. How do they get those dollars? Well, they have to sell in our market. Uh, and if we make it harder for foreigners to sell in our market by, say, oh, putting tariffs on Chinese tires uh, or threatening other sanctions against China and other countries, we make it harder for them to earn those dollars. There'll be fewer dollars out there in global markets, and it's going to be actually harder to sell. So 
trade is a two-way street. We import and we export. If we, if we put a tax on imports, in effect, we're taxing exports. Not to mention that we set a bad example for other countries. We invite retaliation when we uh, violate our international commitments, uh, which, which we have. And engaging in protectionism uh, reduces our credibility in international negotiations for lower trade barriers abroad. So much of what we import, I guess roughly half, are items that are intermediate, that go into finished goods that are produced in the U.S. Yes. Well, first, uh, the half of the stuff we import that are consumer goods is a great payoff from trade, right? Lower prices, more variety, uh, better quality for consumers. But yes, people don't realize that over, really over half of what we import are not consumer items. They're, they're things used by businesses, raw materials, capital machinery, intermediate inputs. And so when we talk about, you know, we need to have a, a, a cheaper dollar so that U.S. exporters are more competitive, well, what that also means is they're going to pay more for their inputs, starting with oil. Do you ever notice when the dollar weakens significantly, it's not too long before the gasoline price is going up down the street from your house? We pay more for oil. We pay more for other raw materials, for intermediate inputs, and that actually lessens the competitiveness of U.S. companies abroad. What are the difficult things that the Obama administration should do to boost exports from the perspective of a free marketeer. Yes. In, uh, in a recent uh, op-ed op in the Washington Times, I gave, gave the administration a free market five-year plan to boost uh, exports. Uh, the low-hanging fruit is to urge Congress to pass three trade agreements that are already have been negotiated but haven't been enacted with Colombia, South Korea, and Panama. Uh, the U.S. International Trade Commission has estimated if we were to enact the South Korean trade agreement, our exports to South Korea would go up by $10 billion, uh, Colombia by, by $1 billion. Another thing we can do is let's repeal the embargo against Cuba. Uh, Cuba has long ceased to be any national security uh, threat. Uh, we could significantly increase uh, agricultural and manufacturing exports if we got rid of that. Uh, embargo. We need to resolve outstanding trade disputes where, where we're the ones violating uh, our international commitments, like uh, trucking with Mexico. Uh, we have perfectly safe, uh, safety-certified Mexican trucks that we do not allow to operate uh, on U.S. roads in violation of our NAFTA commitment. That has exposed us to sanctions on $2.4 billion worth of U.S. exports. Uh, Brazil is threatening uh, sanctions on $800 million of U.S. exports because our cotton subsidies are hurting their farmers. Uh, the Europeans and the Japanese are threatening subsidies over a very biased WTO illegal uh, way that we uh, apply our, our anti-dumping law. I also recommend, this is very politically difficult, let's dial down trade tensions with China. Uh, China is virtually the only major market where we really have doubled exports over a five-year period. In fact, China today is now our number three or number four export market, depending on how you, you calculate it. Uh, if we engage in a trade war with China, that's going to put those export gains uh, in, in jeopardy. Dan Griswold is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies. You can read more of his work at freetrade.org and cato.org.